Welcome to an all-new episode of the Fast Friends Podcast. I'm your host, Logan Cummins, at Logan Cummins on Twitter, and on today's episode, I'll try to make friends with singer and songwriter Elliot Sloan faster than I say, hey Alexa, turn it up, when Hey Leonardo shuffles onto my playlist. I'm Logan Cummins. I'm a former pro wrestling creative, a mediocre stand-up comedian, and a ranch-dressing aficionado who lives beyond my means. This is my weekly podcast where I set out to make friends with each and every one of my guests. Sometimes it works. Other times, not so much. Elliot, welcome to the Fast Friends Podcast. Hey, what's going on? How are you doing? I'm really excited that you're here. Thank you so much for for coming on and doing this podcast. Um, it's it's pretty awesome for for me to get to have you here. Um, it's it, when we get into like some of the song catalog, uh, it, it definitely is like synonymous with my high school and college years. Um, so yeah. it's it's pretty pretty exciting for me, honestly. Um, I'll give you just a quick premise of how the podcast works. There are three rounds. Uh, so the first round is called the fast forward round. I'll just ask you questions that I found, you know, uh, things about your life that I found. Um, the second round is called five for five. So I have five questions prepared for you. Um, I believe you have five questions prepared for me. Mm-hmm. And then with the third round, we'll go into the fast friends fortune teller, where we'll use a paper fortune teller to reveal an activity uh, that we'll play. And then we'll end with a friend request. Well, let's jump, let's uh, jump right in and I'll just start asking you, asking you questions. Um, let's do it. Let's do you it. were born, were you born in since I know you, were grew up in Cincinnati, I think, if my research is correct. Were you born in Cincinnati as well? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Born in uh, in an area called Pleasant Ridge, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, I, I I don't know. I've always liked to hear. The only reason I even say that is because like all my siblings, like the first chance they got, they all left. Yeah, <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> I was like, you know, all right. I, I just I didn't mind it so much, but uh, I don't know. I like it. Um, I like we, 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 the reason that we ended up moving was, uh, we were getting married and we wanted to be far enough from both sets of parents that they couldn't drop in. And like that, we kind of had to figure things out on our own. Um, so we were like, we drew this like big five hour circle around Cincinnati. And so I applied at jobs. I worked in advertising at the time. I applied at jobs like in Pittsburgh, in Louisville, Lexington, Indianapolis, Nashville, Chicago, Cleveland, and uh, Chicago went out with with the first offer. That was the best one. So there you go. go. We came here on a five year plan, and we're in year fifteen. So we're doing great. You're doing great. You're doing (laughs) great. great. It's a good area, man. I mean, and and like you know, Cincinnati. It's a it's it's a great hub because, like you said, five hours in any direction, you can find stuff. Colleges. I mean, there's stuff going on. You know. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. I love Cincinnati so much. Um, what's, so one of my questions for you is, um, and I, and when I say this, I mean like a real song, not like a song that you knew as a kid. What's the first song that you remember liking? Like, a like I, and I can give you an example. Mine for me, the first song I remember that was like a real song was faith by George Michael. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I remember like calling and waiting and like <laughs> trying to get like through to Q102 for them to play it. um and then those were the days that you could do that you could actually call the radio Mm -hmm. station and Mm -hmm. they'd have a say so about what was played (laughs) absolutely and then i'd sit and wait to like tape it you know right right (laughs) i hear you so what was your what was your faith my my first song that i'm trying to think which came first i can tell you the one that i was i was latched on to uh for several years growing up and i was really enamored with was the ocean by led zeppelin 
Okay. Okay. And uh, do you remember that? Do you know that? I'm going to have to look it up. <laughs> yeah. Oh, The Ocean. It's on the Houses of the Holy okay. uh, album. And I was just, I don't know. It just, it just got me. It was, uh, you know, my, my brother was listening to Zeppelin and he got me into Zeppelin. And I was like, this song, that whole album was, you know, uh, influential to me. So mm-hmm. that's the one I remember, like, really like, yeah, yeah, this is, this is cool. And then, and then for like another three years, it was shattered by the stones. Oh yeah. 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 That was my favorite song for like, those two were like my, you know, a <laughs> couple of my soundtracks growing up. Yeah. No, I love that. I love yeah. that. Um, I've heard you talk about like your first perf- first time performing in public was um, at a school assembly and you played Stand By Me at piano. Um, lean on I me. I think. Lean, lean on me. Jesus. That's it. Lean on me. Yeah. Sorry about no, that. You were close. You were close. <laughs> well, you, trust me. It was, yeah, you were close. It was right there. It was right there. What? So I, and I think if I remember the story correctly, you said that you got a pretty good like ovation afterwards. Did, was that like when you got bit by the performance bug? Cause I know it was like a few years after that, before you started performing more regularly. Like, is that the moment though you remember where you're like, I, I want to do this or was it later? It was, it was definitely later, but you know, I was always playing piano at my house and you mm-hmm. know, making, making up songs, whatever. And word got to the uh, principal or through a teacher or whatever that I play. And somebody asked me if I wanted to, uh, if I wanted to do it. And I was just like, uh, sure, I guess, <laughs> you know I mean? I was, I was, I mean, it was my elementary school. So I'm like yeah. 10, 10 or 11 yeah. and the saving grace. I don't know if you read this. The saving grace was the fact that the piano was, uh, I, I the, the way I was sitting, the audience was behind me. Yeah. So I had, I never <laughs> had to look at them. I just, it, it was just, it was already set up like that. I, I couldn't look over my shoulder did you guys have like band and choir at your school or were you, did you not have any of those programs or, or, or did you have them and you just weren't in a part of them? Uh, elementary. I don't know. Junior high school. Yeah, there was band, but I didn't want, you know, I, yeah. I didn't want to be in that. I wanted to, I wanted to be in a band. You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that, and I'm taking nothing away from him. That's just something that just didn't interest me. And, you know, actually I couldn't do, I think I tried to play drums you know, mm. where you just got the snare, you know, and, I, yeah. da, da, and I'm reading a note. I'm like, somebody just give me a tape and let me learn it. I can't read this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I don't read music. But okay, uh, yeah. so I just got I just I got into a band in, in junior high school. And okay. um, but I wasn't in band. And in high school, I wasn't in the band or choir or anything like that either. But I did play in our talent show. I just played piano, played a couple of Lionel Richie songs. And uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, have you seen Lionel live? No, I have not seen him live, but I met him. Uh, I don't know how I met him and we weren't playing together or something. I don't know, but he's yeah. amazing. Uh, like <laughs> my wife is a huge Lionel Richie fan and I went um, with her only because Mariah Carey was there. Uh, nice. They were performing together. Um, and uh and I left there being a huge Lionel Richie fan, like oh. just an amazing performer. I mean, yeah. and he's yeah. like, I mean, at the time he was, I don't know how old he was, like 70, maybe older. He was like, like just, he was on fire though the whole night. I was like, dang, <laughs> I'm like, I'm 35 and I don't even want to do this. <laughs> yeah. You know what? That's the, that's the deep rooted, just passion right there. I mean, you know, he's old school, 
Yeah. You know, you write songs, you feel it, and you go on stage, and you know, yeah. some stuff can some stuff can be taught. So that's in him. And it has and he been, is a. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. He is a storyteller too. Like he'll stop between songs and he tells these amazing stories. He yeah. like talks about like, um, you know, like guys playing his music to try to like get lucky with girls. You know, it's like, it's, yeah. he's, he was, yeah, he was great. Absolutely. Nice. I would go see him again in a heartbeat. Yeah, um, he's, he was, uh, he's, he's still going strong. And the thing about it, like looking back, I mean, you know, he's, I'm sure he's a great piano player, but his songs were so just simple. It was just oh yeah, just yeah. simple love, beautiful love songs, beautiful songs. Just yep. you know, he 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 uh, he cornered that market. Well, I think, and we'll we'll get into this probably. <laughs> like the thing is, is his songs are are genuine, which is I think uh, what I've heard you talk about with yours a lot. So that's like like people connect to them because they associate like they can associate and like relate to the people and the stories and like the feelings and emotions. And so it's like, it's insane, right? Like you can have, (laughs) I don't know. It's like you hear the song and you just get goosebumps still, you know? And that's like, that's something that doesn't happen a lot with more modern music. I feel like, um, it happens less and less. <laughs> it happens less and less. Yeah, mm-hmm. it does. And oh, that's that's a that's a podcast in and of itself. Right there. <laughs> yeah. But I'll I'll let you steal that. To- you have that topic and run with it. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's just. But yeah, he feels it. You know, he he feels yep. it, and and you believe it. You know what I mean? Absolutely. You believe yeah. it. And I, I remember a songwriter told me that uh, the guy co-wrote "Lighten Your Eyes" with this guy named Tommy Sims and. We were working on Lighten Your Eyes from our second album. And he, he, you know, he plays piano and sings. I play piano and sing. We were kind of going back and forth as we were writing. Only he was on acoustic guitar. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we were taking turns kind of like just singing out, singing out the lyrics as we were writing him. And I was like, man, Tommy, goodness gracious, you could do this song uh, just as well as I, I could. And he goes, yeah, but when you sing it, they believe it. And that's the first time I'd ever heard it, heard somebody say that. And I was like, wow, yeah. thanks. Thank you. That's <laughs> I would never say that. I would never say that about myself. Yeah, Elliot, what's your greatest quality? Well, when I sing it, I believe it. You know, yeah. you, you suck because you don't believe it. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's a skill, though. I, I, I guess. You know what I mean? And yeah. I didn't, you know, uh, some, there's nothing I ever just tried to do. It was just like, okay, yeah, I, yeah. whatever. <laughs> Well, I guess that's why it can't be taught, right? Like, it can't, yeah. if it was easy, everybody would do it. <laughs> exactly. I quote, you know what? One of the greatest quotes I ever heard about music was actually came from MASH. And uh, Charles Emerson Winchester, he said this one time. He was, he was uh, operating on this young man who had his right arm, like, blown off. Like, he okay. couldn't use his right arm anymore. And then he found out that the kid was a concert pianist. You know what I mean? You're a concert pianist and you blow your right. I mean, he's, yeah. his, he, he couldn't, his, his right hand, he couldn't, he didn't have function in his right hand. So Winchester arranged for some music to be picked up from Tokyo and brought back to the 477. Uh, that was for left-handed composers for people who mm. had lost their right hand. And he wow. brought, and he, and he brought it to the kid and pushed him in the wheelchair to the, to the mess hall where nobody else was around to this out of tune piano and the kids, I mean, 
he's angry. His life mm-hmm. is over in his mind. Yeah. He's angry. And he's like, what are you doing? Why are you bringing me here? And he explained to him, like, I got this music for you. He's like, my career is over. I can't, play, you know, I can't play anymore. Oh, man. And Winchester said, he said, all my life, I've always wanted to be a concert pianist. He said, I'm a surgeon. I can make a scalpel sing. But he's always wanted to play. Uh, he's always wanted to play classical music. He said, and this is what he said. He said, I can play the notes, but I cannot make the music. Mm. Oh, man. I wow. still. <laughs> that, yeah. That, that, and I heard that. 30 years ago, 34 yeah. years, you know, whenever I first watched it and I've seen the episode since every time I watch that episode, I well up, man. And, wow. the ki- the, and the show ends with the kid playing this music with the left hand. And it's and it's perfect because the piano is horribly out of tune because they're in Korea yeah. during a war. You know what I mean? And it's just mm-hmm. it was just that shows the greatest show ever right there. Ash. That's Great a show that I am not that familiar with, quite honestly. Um <sighs> Well, yeah, I, feel like I mean, I, yeah. you, you're a couple, couple decades younger than me. I don't know, oh. but, uh, but still. <laughs> but still, though, man, I mean, that, that show is timeless. If you watch it from the beginning and let it, let it, let it take you in, the, mm-hmm. it's, I don't know. I learned a lot from that show. Let's talk about the movies a little bit. The first, the, one of the first bands that you were involved with. Oh, yeah, um, man. Yeah, going way back. I um, one of the things I saw was that when they when you first decided to play with them, you had to learn like seventeen songs in three days. Yes. Um, yes. Whoa. <laughs> a. Um, were they original? Like, was this an original music band or covers or like combination or? At, at the time, it was all originals. And oh shit! Okay. So I had to learn seventeen songs that I'd never heard, that nobody's mm-hmm. ever heard, mm-hmm. and I had to learn the. I had to learn them on uh, back, uh, background vocals, keyboards, and dance steps. Oh, wow. Dance I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. We were, I mean, and it wasn't like full, full dance because I was, sure. I was behind the keyboard. But, you know, left, right, left, right, mm-hmm. go down. You know what I mean? All that stuff is, yep. you know, and the background vocals. And it was it was a challenge. It was a challenge. And yeah. it was it was like... You know, it was like it was like the minor leagues, you know what I mean? Trying mm-hmm. to get into the majors. If you can get through this, it was like boot camp, yeah. you know, and uh, I didn't realize how blessed uh, I was because, you know, I joined a band, you know, we're all 20, 21 at the time. And everybody was like amazing musicians and mm-hmm. everybody was like dedicated to being to getting to practice on time working hard and i was like you know i mean to me it was like i fit right in because i was like yeah yeah i'm down with this but it's funny yeah. nowadays and and even not even just nowadays you know i i don't want to get into the nowadays thing because <laughs> yeah. but, but seriously because people can't help when they're born but yeah. i'm just saying there was a serious work ethic there that i i don't see a lot Mm-hmm. anymore I'll mm-hmm. kind of put it like that but uh and, yep. and 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 again you know what if i was born in 2001 2004 maybe i would be that way too because of the way society is set up i didn't wake up to cell phones and smartphones and you know what i mean yep. i woke up to rotary dial no no call waiting and oh, yeah. and walking to school and whatever <laughs> you know and catching bus but anyway but i i you know being in that band 
being that being the first band that I was in was was a real blessing because it was it just it it continued to teach me about working hard and you know I was with five other guys who who worked hard and we we love to practice we love to yeah. practice practice we practice four hours take a break practice another four hours we do that three four sometimes five days a week if we had a gig and people couldn't understand why we were so good and we couldn't understand how they didn't understand it. I was like, right. Well, all we did was practice. And it's just right. that, you know, we, it, it's like, it's like Pete Rose. He just outworked you. You know what yep. I mean? He wasn't the most super talented, you yep. know, he's like Pete Rose, Larry Bird, Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant. You know what I mean? They just outwork you. Yeah. We just had that attitude of we love to practice and we love to get better. So that was a that was and a great experience. That's awesome. Your first show was in uh, West Virginia, right? With them, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, Huntington, Huntington. Yeah, I was so right excited. on the Ohio. Yeah, right down the Ohio <laughs> River. I was so excited. I was like, I'm going out of town to yeah. play a show. Of course, yeah. And it was like so. That's the first like really out of town live show I ever did. Um, yeah, it was, it, was, it was glorious. My old boss, Jim Gilday. I mean, I asked him for a leave of absence. I told him what I did. And and yeah. he was like, you know, I was like, you know, Mr. Gilday, this band wants me to be in a band and to do a show with them down in West Virginia. But it's on a, uh, I th- it was on a s- Saturday, but we were leaving Friday. And I was just wondering if I could get a, a leave of absence. And he was like, you know what, Elliot, you go ahead and do that. Uh, you know, if that's something that you want to do, go ahead and we'll we'll see you back at work Monday. And I was like, thank you. You know what I mean? So <laughs> went down there, did this gig. You know, it was it was a big success from our, you know, it was it was a nice gig. It was a couple thousand people there. It was a festival yeah. called River Rock. And the band was tight. We gelled together. I already knew one guy in the band. And uh, I got to know everybody else, and 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 girls wanted my autograph. That was I'm, I'm 20 years old, and girls are coming up to me going, "Can I have your autograph?" I'm like, "Yeah." As a matter of fact, you can. <laughs> I, that was like, wow. I was like, that doesn't happen when I'm you know working with a jackhammer in downtown Cincinnati <laughs> with a with a with a yellow uh, safety hat on. Yeah. And I was, I mean, I was like enamored. I was like, okay, I think this is probably the way to go. And I got, <laughs> I got back Monday and uh, my boss noticed I wasn't really dressed for work. You know what I mean? <laughs> She's like, he's like, how's it going? I mean, how, 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 did, the, how did the gig go? I said, uh, it went great. Uh, I quit. she's like you quit what i'm quitting this job i'm quitting Mm -hmm. this secure job that if i would have stayed there i'd be retired now and Mm -hmm. earning a pension it was a good job it was a utility laborer for the cincinnati waterworks i was like he was like now wait wait a minute elliot this is people are lined up for this job i was like give it to him (laughs) (laughs) give it to whoever next in line because i am doing this and uh and it paid no money i mean it paid zero money like seriously we would be out for a month 
And if we all walked away with $70, that was a good month. Mm-hmm. And we didn't care. Nope. We I, didn't care at all. I'm going to fast forward a little bit to, uh, to uh, the next band that you did, because I think you were in the movies until around 1988-ish, I think. Yeah, 85, 88. Yeah. And then uh, a cover band called The Slam in 89. My question, is that correct? Slam. Yep, it was just yeah, Slam. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. I don't know why I put a the on there. That's um, right. With so cover cover bands are interesting to me. I love I I like cover bands. Um, yeah, what are yeah. some of your favorite songs that you uh, like to cover of other artists? You mean like now or back then when I was in the band? Both, either. <laughs> well, when, that band. I mean, Slam was good. One of the guys okay. that was in the movies got me in Slam. Uh, it's funny. The guy, his name was Donald Donald Seeger. He got me. Okay. He goes by King Solomon now. He's an artist. He's a recording artist still. He got me in. Uh, he got me in the movies, and then he got me in Slam, and Slam is where I met Jeff, and he and I started Blessed. But we'll get to that later. But man, we were good. We we used to do Loving an Elevator. Uh, we used oh, to yeah. do It Takes Two to Make a Thing Go Right. We did the whole oh, gamut. Dan more dance steps. I mean, our band was. We were kicking. We were. We That's were awesome. really good. <clears throat> Excuse me, but one of the main um, man, Whip Appeal by Babyface. That was another big okay. one that we did. Yep. <laughs> um, oh, oh Cold of Personality, oh. Cold of uh, Living Color. Yeah, that's a CM Punk entrance song. <laughs> He's oh, really? a wrestler. <laughs> yeah, oh, he uses yeah. it for a wrestling entrance. Yeah, that's that song. It's a great song. Yeah, it is. It is. Yep. But um, yeah, yeah, I remember those days and. That's a oh, wide oh, range. It, it is. Purple Rain. I, oh, oh, oh yeah. man. In in the movies, we used to do I Could Never Take the Place of Your Man from the Sign of the Times album. That yep. was that was big. That was a big song for, for us, even when we start when we when we started doing some <laughs> covers yeah. in uh in uh in the movies. Oh man. Glory, <laughs> glory days. How how long were you and Jeff? How long was it before you were sort of like we're, we are going to start writing our own stuff too on the side. Well, it was actually within probably the first six months of us being in the band together because, okay. you know, Jeff was pretty, pretty forward thinking like, Hey, I like playing covers. We're having a great time, but let's see if we can write some songs together. And I was like, yeah, let's do that. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> so that kind of started towards the end of 89 and okay. all, and all of 90 well, the end of 89 and, and the, yeah, 89, 90 is when all that started. Us okay. just writing songs. He'd bring some songs to the table. I'd bring some songs to the table. We'd start brand new songs. And yeah, it was just like, let's, let's write some songs and see what happens. And we were naive, we were naive enough to think that, yeah, we can write songs and get them on the radio. You know what I mean? It just seems yeah. so simple. Just write yeah. some songs and get them on the radio. What, what's the problem? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the machine behind it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's good to be. It's good to be naive. Like you know, it is because when you know too much, then then you create barriers. But uh, yeah, yeah. And, it, and it's easy to get discouraged, right? Because it's so hard to break through um, all the stuff and all the yeah. layers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and it is and I try not to tell people that. I mean, because uh, again. I didn't want to know that. I just, yeah. you know, yeah. 
I, I just want to let's let's make some music and get some songs on the radio. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, Absolutely. And and if you, if if you can actually, you know, be naive enough to think that's going to happen, then you're actually you're going to go for that. I mean, yeah. okay, you know, I'm not the first. I'm not going to say it. Because I'm, I'm not the first to say it. It's in the Bible. You know, talk about like seeing something and. You know, if you keep not knocking, it should be open. Like, if if you just keep going for something blindly and, like, this is my dream, I'm going to do this, you know what I mean? And and you just don't let stuff get in your way. I'm not saying every dream comes true, but mm-hmm. I'm telling you, you increase your chances by a whole bunch. I mean, <laughs> it's yeah. like, just, just do it and see what happens. And yeah. you know, it's going to work. It's not going to work, but whatever, you know what I mean? And, and you never get, have to say what if, like, or wish, uh, I wish I had done X. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Right. And <laughs> that's, uh, that right there is, has always been a regret. You know what I mean? Like I am not going to wake up one day and say, man, I should, I, sh- I should have tr- gave that music thing a try. Yeah. I should You know what yeah. I mean? I should have, because yeah. And I talk to my kids about that now. I was like, you know, you got something, focus on it and, and, and do it. And if it's scary, that's when you really know you should do it. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Unless yeah. it's, you know, skydiving or, you know, <laughs> committing felonies. But I'm just saying, Correct. you know. <laughs> Misdemeanors are fine. Felonies are not. <laughs> right. Just do them before you're 18, son. No, just yeah, kidding. absolutely. <laughs> but... Um, um, but yeah, it's just like yeah, I forget what I was saying. I, I digress just like you. No, it's yeah, it's um it's important to to have a little bit of, to be to go outside your comfort zone to like take you take risks because you just never know. You yeah, know what's gonna happen. Exactly. I've read a couple different versions of, of this story, so I wanna ask you where the name Blessed Union of Souls came from. It it came from um, an episode of MASH. It okay. came from an episode of MASH. I don't know if that's what you read, but that's exactly where it that's came one, from. That was one of the. Uh, there was another one that I can't remember. I can't recall, but it, I remember one being like associated with MASH. What specifically on MASH was it? Do you do you remember? <laughs> yeah, uh, it was. Uh, <laughs> no, it was. Uh, it was the. It was a, It was an episode called House Arrest, mm-hmm. and it, you could probably you know I mean everything you can look everything up, mm-hmm. but uh, there was this lady colonel that was in town. And, uh, you know, Frank and Hot Lips were always hanging out when they shouldn't have been. And uh, but there was this uh, female uh, colonel that was in the 4077th. And, you know, she had to stay in the VIP tent. And that's where, you know, Frank and uh, uh, Margaret Houlihan used to sometimes sneak off to or whatever. And, and they couldn't. And Frank was distraught. You know, he was like, Margaret, I need, I need our togetherness. I need the mm-hmm. blessed union of our souls. <laughs> okay. I was like, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's pretty a, rad. That's cool name. <laughs> and, yeah. you know, we weren't even, I weren't, this is before, this is before blessed union of souls. I mean, I wasn't even thinking about yeah. blessed union of souls. This, I, I just remembered that from years. You know what I mean? Yeah. And once we started putting <laughs> the music together that, uh, that was making up our first album and everything. It, it seemed to fit. And yeah, you know, that's, that's usually one of those things that like, you know, coming up with the, the name of the band that, that's, that you, that doesn't, that usually doesn't take just like five or 10 minutes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, 
<laughs> that, that came together pretty quick. That's awesome. Yeah. Because we have the Cincinnati sort of common ground. I want to talk a little bit about the role that Cubano 2 played in sort of um, starting our career, playing your music. Yeah. Starting. Well, yeah. Before, before like your record label, like was behind it. Like, yeah. Just, just saying like, Nope, this is, this is really good. Like we're going to play this. Um, Cause I love that. And I, I think it, um, <laughs> it's an amazing story again of like taking a risk, right. For, for both you and the radio station really, um, yes. you know, to go up against a record company a record label and obviously they're going to forgive you when the check starts rolling in, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, but, exactly. um, yeah. Like how did, how exactly did that happen? Well, we had done the demo, uh, in the summer of 92, mm-hmm. um, got the, got the record deal that, that summer, the record was scheduled to come out, uh, towards the end of 93, maybe spring of 94. And, you know, by that time, mm-hmm. you know, the record company was going through a lot of different changes. They had hired a bunch of people, fired a bunch of people, consolidated. And, you know, the artists, you know, you just get lost in the mix. Yeah, And we don't know that. We're in Cincinnati. They're in New York. And we think right. we're like, you know, what are you guys doing? It's us. You know what I mean? And they're like, yeah, <laughs> they're like, we got a whole bunch of other fish to fry, dude. I mean, you know, yep. and, and, and it's like, but, you know, in our minds, we're like, you guys are making a big mistake. We're, we're. We we give we gave you guys a really great record, and you guys are not putting it out. You know, just put it out, just put it out. Let people hear it; it will catch on. That was just our attitude, and you know, not being egotistical to know there nothing like that. We we thought it was good. They obviously thought it was good. They paid for it. They signed us, mm-hmm. and finally, you know, Jimmy Steele over at Q one hundred two, he said, "You know what? I mean, I don't care what the label says." This is a great record, Tone, I believe. It's like, this is a great record. I'm playing it. Mm-hmm. And he just started playing it. And he didn't play it because we were from Cincinnati or that we were buddies or, you know, that we ate sushi together or nothing like that. It was, he, he's, <laughs> he's a music guy. He's a music yeah. guy and he still is. He was like, I'm playing this record. You know, he's like, I'm not going to play it five times a day, but I'm playing the record. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he played once a day, twice a day. And then we started getting phone calls. And we yep. finally convinced the record company, look at these numbers. I mean, yeah. people are calling in requesting this. So we finally talked the record company into putting out cassette singles into the record stores yep. and to see how it does around Cincinnati. And every week, you know, 68 sales, 130, 249, 387, 619. And it just, it was getting ridiculous to the point that if you don't put it out, every other record company is going to look at you and say, you guys are idiots, you, yeah. uh, you know, and, and, and they weren't idiots. Again, they were just going through They were going through a lot of, a lot of changes at the, at the record label. And, you know, they were probably a little gun shy about, okay, we know, we know we're getting ready to have to, sp- you know, sinks a good six, six figures into this artist. And, you know, they didn't know where to put us. You know yeah. what I mean? They, is it is it R&B? Is it pop? Is it rural soul, which is one of the uh, uh, monikers that uh, one of the guys from the record label came up with? What is it? You know, they were just, con- it wasn't, you know what I mean? If you mm-hmm. threw this, if you threw this dart at the, at the dartboard, you didn't know where it was going to land. Therefore, mm-hmm. you didn't, you didn't know what audience to go after. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I understand that now. You know what I mean? I understood yeah. what their uh, what their dilemmas were. But they gave it a shot. 
And we finally convinced him to put it, putting out the album. And pff, three months later, the record was number one uh, yeah. on the charts. And a month after that, the album went gold. And it was just like, I was Logan. It was a, it was a, just a glorious, glorious time to the way it all came together, to yeah. watch it happen, to live it. You know what I mean? If, if that 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 should be a movie. And, yeah. uh, you know, one of the closest movies to that is like the way uh, that thing you do. Remember that? Yeah, that's where my head was going. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, man. Every that scene when the song is playing on the radio and Liv Tyler yeah. is running down the street. And uh, that's it right there. That is yeah. it right there. Yeah, it was yeah. it was that's what that felt like. And it's uh, amazing. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. The one thing I do want to say, because I really, we could record four hours of talking about like your music. Um, so I'm going to kind of like go through a little quicker, you know, as we start getting into like the second album, um, uh, your second album was, was self-titled at that point, uh, in mm -hmm. I think 97. So yeah, this was like my high school junior year. <laughs> okay, um, cool, cool. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah love the like again two of the singles from that like i want to be there and light in your eyes um just great songs i think um to the point of like uh showing range right like not exactly like what you would expect necessarily from from listening to the first album um but but great songs um and then <laughs> the third album um I'll, I'll give you a chance to respond to this in a second. Sorry. <laughs> With walking off the buzz, which was, this is, so that was in college at this point. And, um, I remember Hey Leonardo, which I referenced obviously in the intro, um, a song that I honestly didn't believe at first was you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I was like, wait a second. What? <laughs> right. Yeah. We got that yeah. a lot. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, it's like, lot. it's the range, right? Like you're showing a lot of different, like diverse music and like vocal ranges. And, um, do you, out, out of those, like, let's, I'm going to focus on those sort of like those three albums. Do you gravitate towards one or do you love them all the same? Like, does it like, Hey, this was just natural progression. Like we just made music and this is what came out. Uh, it, it definitely was just, yeah, this is what came out. And we try to, we try to keep that, especially with the first two albums, the, the the third album started getting more, you know, contrived and whatever. But the the, the second album is, to me, it's like, I, I guess I'm I'm obviously always going to be proud of the first album because that was our first that was our first baby. Yeah. But uh, the second album to me is really special because I, I, I can't even explain it. It's 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 kind of like it's like a hidden gem because like when we when the album came out, you know. Our record label had had uh, went out of went out of business, mm -hmm. and and it almost didn't survive it, and uh, I, it it did survive, and there were some songs on there like you know humble star it's your day, uh, when she comes peace and love, just that and jelly uh, man it was just. Mm. That that whole se that second album, I mean, I don't know Th those first two albums, but the second album just was really special uh, to me, uh, just because it was kind of like again, it was like, you know, what what is this record? And you know, we we didn't, I didn't feel any pressure. I just felt like let's just approach it like we did the first record. Let's see what we feel and write a bunch of songs. And, you know, we branched out and was a lot more creative, I, I guess more creative. I don't know if that's what you want to call it, but with experimental, I guess, mm -hmm. with like, uh, 
uh, you know, like I said, a humble star and it's your day. And, you know, there were certain things like I, I heard in a certain way that I, I didn't, you know, didn't want to compromise on and, 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 and it, and it worked out. It came, we came out with a solid record. So mm-hmm. yeah, I would say, I would say the, the, the second album. So you've gone on to release multiple albums. I mean, since I think there were three additional that I've, that I've seen just in, um, in your catalog, uh, perception mm-hmm. close to the edge, mm-hmm. the mission field, and then, um, home 25, which I cannot believe last year was the 25th anniversary of that. Yeah, um, right. <laughs> with, and, and a ton of singles, I should say like, yeah, yeah. A ton of singles. If, if you're listening on Spotify, there, there are so many singles out there. Um, Enough, I might add, to make another album. Um, what, yeah, yeah. What with with people with with the let's call it the songs that people are less familiar with. If you wanted to give them a few songs, or if people were listening and they said they're like, "Yeah, I want to check out some of their new music." What like do you have specific songs that you would say like, "Yeah, I would go to this single or like this song off of the Mission Field or whatever," right? Like. Mm-hmm. For people that may like may have fallen off a little sure, bit. Sure, sure, sure. Well, off the mission field, oh my goodness. Um, and actually this song was on a couple of different records. Uh the song there's a song I did called Back from the Dead, mm-hmm. which is really strong, I think. It's a lot of it's a it's a song about recovery. Um there's a song off of that record uh called Come Undone, which I think is a very underrated uh love song. One of the new singles I've done with um, a couple of co-writers in Nashville um, did a song called A Man Who Loves You, which is, uh, it's really sweet. It's a really sweet song. And um, goodness, I mean, I'm not, I don't want to just, I'm not, you know, bragging <laughs> on whatever, you know, stuff that I've done. But one of my favorite songs that, that we did that a few people have heard, it was off the third album, the Walking Off the Buzz album, is a wedding song called "The Rest of My Life," mm-hmm. and uh, it's I, I like that's you know it's just piano and vocal and some strings uh, behind it, kind of like I believe. But uh, I remember just taking my time with that song. I, mm-hmm. It took six months to write that because I would write a piece of it, and then I would write some more, and they're like, "Oh, that's just okay. It's not great. Put it away." And then come back to it a few weeks later, a few weeks later, a few weeks later. And I finally, I finally, towards the end of the album, uh, completion of the album, that song was done. And, we, and everybody liked it. And we recorded that one. There's also, a, oh, man, I've also got a really uh, nice song called uh, You Can Come Back From This. And uh, it's also on Spotify. It's just, you know, it, it's a really good song about you know, overcoming whatever is going on in your world. You know what I mean? How has it been to have the artistic freedom to, um, not be, cause I, I don't want to say that like what you were doing was, but you said like it started to get more contrived obviously because of like some probably outside pressures and things like that. Like mm-hmm. how has it been to be able to have the time to sit and like, you know what, we're going to like work on this. And then when we feel like it's there, like we're going to release it because you don't have somebody breathing down your neck. Is that, Amazing. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's yeah, it is. It really is. I mean, you know, you just you write and you're done when you're done. You're not done yeah. when the label says you're done. Uh, you know, I, I change this verse, change this chorus, change the melody. It's just like, dude, no, okay. Mm-hmm. I, you know, so we, we used to take some advice from our labels because we were so enamored with it, but and you know, other 
entities of the of the I would say the realm of the group of you know those around the band and you know I just that's not fun to me anymore you know what I mean mm -hmm. to I don't you know if you know I not that I don't want anybody's advice or whatever but you know I, I don't want to just be like uh, you know keep 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 writing it until I like it it's like mm -hmm. well why don't you just write it then right <laughs> you know, like, Right. You know, <laughs> you keep writing your song until I like it. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm 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 gonna <laughs> I'm gonna drive for door I'm gonna drive for DoorDash if that's if that's where it's at. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. What else do you have coming up? Are you allowed to talk about any other projects? Do you, like upcoming singles, any kind of stuff like other projects that you're involved in? Yeah, the musical that I that I met uh, uh, Austin at, we're mm -hmm. revamp we're revamping that and and getting that up and going, and um, I can't again. Yeah, you're right. I guess I can't talk too much about it, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but we're getting that up up and going again in a different format. That's fun. And um, I'm always writing new stuff. In fact, for we were doing this. I was mixing one of the songs that we were doing for that musical. So, oh, nice. Um, those are the questions for the first round. So, if you're good, we can move on to the second round, the five for five round. Sure, absolutely, absolutely. All right. So, in this round, we have um, I have five questions prepared for you. I believe you have five uh, questions prepared for me. Yes, um, I, do. I will let you go first, uh, and we'll kind of ping pong back and forth. So, you'll ask one, and then I'll ask one. All right. You ready? Absolutely. <laughs> Boomer or Burrow? Oh, Burrow. <laughs> yeah. I know. Um, I think I was probably too young for the Boomer era. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, you no, I like, I remember watching him play and stuff um, and it was exciting, but like this feels different too. And maybe it's cause I'm older. I don't know. Yeah. But, it feels um, <laughs> it feels magical a little bit. Sure, okay. and I'm not saying it's just one person, right? But like, I think like him being from Ohio, um, I don't. There's just so much. I there's just so much. It's it's yeah. Uh, yeah I'm a big Joe Burrow fan, honestly. Because yeah, I'm like, I'm like you. Like I I wouldn't say that I I definitely follow and support the Bengals, but I don't, I'm not like a diehard Bengals fan. Um, but. Um, it's since he's joined, it's, it's been a lot more fun to watch and, yeah. and I'm mm -hmm. way more invested than I was. I uh, the it. last time I was this invested was when like Chad Johnson was here. Sure. Sure. Yeah. I get it. I get it. All right. <laughs> yeah. Turn. I like him a lot. He, Your uh, turn. he's not a great dancer though. I've seen that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, my first question for you is what is your go-to Skyland chili order? Oh, Okay, so I don't like hot dogs, so I get two phony conies or chili cheese sandwiches, whatever you want to call them, and a three-way, yep. and a root beer. Big old root yeah. beer. I didn't even know they had root beer there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Yes, they do. you do. get your phony conies with mustard and onion? Or yes, need... I okay. do. And the yeah. cheese. Yes. Yeah, oh, yeah man. of course. Yeah. I, 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 used to, I, I used to eat cheese conies like... Like they were going out of style. I can't do it anymore. But every now and then, I, like tw like twice a year, I can have Skyline. Yeah. Maybe three times. Twice a year, <laughs> two or three times a year. 
and uh, yeah, the phony coney. Oh my goodness, there's there's nothing good about it for you nutritionally, but I don't care. It's so good, it's so good. <laughs> it's so <though>. good. <laughs> oh, All right, it's time for your second question for me. Mac or PC? Uh, Mac. I have to use a PC at work. Um, my old jo- none of my jobs before did I have to use a PC until two years ago, three years ago. And, um, and it was really painful to go over to a PC. So I use a Mac at home, um, but I have to use a PC at work and it sure. is painful. Anyway. All right. Your turn. <laughs> um, my second question for you is what's the most ridiculous thing that you once believed to be true? Other than Santa Claus. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, I, I mean that could be it too. Okay, no, 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 check it out. No, no, this is it right here. When I was younger, you know, I'm talking seven, eight, nine, mm-hmm. and the rate I'm listening to the radio. The radio's on in the house, right? I thought the musicians were in the radio playing mm-hmm. the song. I thought they okay. were. I thought they were in there playing it. <laughs> I, I love that. Yes, I was like, wait a minute. You know, you know, you you don't really think too much of it because, you know, because you don't want to tell anybody. And so yeah. you just assume it's true. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. The Temptations. They're they're in the living room. Playing, right in there. You know I mean? Yeah. Right <laughs> oh, look. There's, I love there's, that. Yeah. There's little Richie. Oh, yeah. You know, the, <laughs> oh, Stevie Wonder's in there now. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. And yeah, it was just like I just assumed it was true. And yeah. I don't even know when I found out that that wasn't true. <laughs> but, uh, uh, that's that's awesome. <laughs> but, I, but hold on, but hold on. I gotta get now. That's my kid answer. That's my answer as a kid. Now I'm gonna give okay. you my my grown up answer. Uh, okay. <laughs> and this is this is kind of like this was a hard lesson. My keyboard player when we were working on the second album, and we're just you know talking about whatever music business new songs or whatever and he was he was he's not a cynic but he's very realist okay and he said elliot let me tell you something your songs are what radio plays in between commercials i was like oh my wow Wow. <laughs> it ain't the other way around. <laughs> yeah. I was like, wow. I mean, you know what I mean? That just, that yeah. was a cold slap in the face of reality because wow. that's where they make their money. You know what I mean? Yeah, of course. Yeah. You know, course. they, yeah. they spend money <laughs> to support us, but they may, and it was just like, wow. When he said that, it was just like, my eyes open. It was like I ate off the tree of the, of, you know, of, of knowledge, of, of good and evil. You know what I mean? It was just like, yeah. wow, I wish I had never heard that one. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Wow. Yeah. All right. It's, it's time for your third question for me. <laughs> third question. All right. You've got a concert to go to. Who are you going to go see? Taylor Swift, 21 Pilots, or Bruno Mars? Ooh. Okay. So, uh, I I would probably go see Taylor Swift. Yeah? Um, yeah? I like... I was torn between her and Bruno Mars. 21 Pilots are fine for me, but I don't know that I would like 
I don't know that I need to see them live. Um, <laughs> I don't know if that's, that's, I don't mean that in a mean way. Right. Um, right. I get it. I get it. But I like, I also like Taylor Swift's country music and I don't know how much of that she does in concert. Um, mm-hmm. But so I would be interested in her full catalog. I think Bruno Mars is a really great performer. I, but like some of his songs are just misses for me <laughs> too. Right. Um, so I think he either has like really successful hits like, <laughs> or mm-hmm. I don't know. It's, but, um, but I would see, yeah, I would see Taylor Swift and I've never seen her. I've never seen either of them actually. So I've never seen her either. I saw 21 pilots. And, uh, but yeah, I, I would have like Taylor, she, she's got such a huge catalog. Yeah. Like, I mean, even if, even if like, uh, you know, I mean, I'm old enough to be her father. So, so, but, but if I was just to sit back and listen to the songs, I would enjoy it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I would, I would, I would enjoy it because I've heard. You know, as a songwriter and listening to some of her past country songs and the pop songs from mm-hmm. Red and and uh, 1989, she's got some one of the you know, one of the songs I keep going back to listen to is we're never, 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 never getting back together. I mean, it's just oh, like yeah. if you just listen to the lyrics, it's just like yeah. because I, I saw her do it on it was on as a YouTube video. I think of her mm-hmm. singing and just singing that with her and acoustic guitar. And that's how, you know. Right there. If you can just pick up a who's a guitar, play the piano and sing the song and capture them, then that's how you know it's a good song. And, yeah. you know, in the, in the production, you can do whatever you want and yeah. just to, to compliment it. But uh, I think I'm with you on that one. She crushes it on both ends, right? Like, that's the thing. It's like she, her, again, with like being in the experience, right? Like it's the Taylor... I haven't been to a concert, but I would imagine that it's like you feel the Taylor Swift experience, at like from the second you arrive until the second you leave. Sure, yeah, um, yeah. I would imagine. I, 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 I get that. Yeah. All right. All right. My third question for you is um, not to put you on the. I don't want to like out this and make it like overpopulated. But what's your favorite little known place that you like to go in Cincinnati? I would have to. I'm going to give a shout out to uh, Pleasant Ridge Chili, better known as Okay. PRC. Yep. Pleasure is chilly. I think they open up like it. Let me see. They, they, they close at four in the morning and I think they reopen from 6 a.m. to four to 4 a.m. It's the, like, you know, if, if we're in our twenties and we're hanging out and we're going out and we're, and we're, everything's closed, but we're hungry. Yep. That's where I'm going. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going there, but it's not, it's not just late night because I mean they've got they've got cheese conies, they got peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, they got you know breakfast food. It's just PRC, and I'm glad it's been there for goodness, yeah, forty fifty years. It's it's wonderful. Yeah, so that's there amazing. You go. PR, PRC amazing. baby. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, it's time for your fourth question for me. I'll tell you what. Why don't you just, if you're a movie buff, then you probably have more than one favorite. So give me two of your favorite male and two of your favorite female actors and actresses. Ooh, like of all time? Of all time. Of all time. Like, you know, who moves you? Like, <laughs> what, and, and, and it doesn't have to be somebody like, oh, this person is excellent. It's Lawrence Olivier. You know, no, who, yeah, yeah, who, yeah. who moves you? Like... I, like when so and so puts out a movie or a show, then 
you're probably I'm probably going to go see that movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you want to just give me one of each, that's fine. Because I, okay. I said t- I said two because you, I'd have to you'd have to give me a, a list of five on each category each side. Cause, <laughs> so um, if it's just okay. one and one, that's fine. Okay, I'm going to go with. Um... <laughs> A, a maybe unconventional choice for the for the male actor, um, a very underrated actor in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna get hate mail for this. Uh-oh. I'm gonna go with Sean William Scott. Sean um, William who played, Scott. Yep, he played Stifler in American Pie, which is what he's most known for. Um, he has a very interesting catalog of. Um, of oh, movies. Yes, I know yep. who that guy is. He is good, and I think I think he's probably way better than any of us know, um, or, or we'll probably ever get to know. Because um, I don't, he doesn't do a ton anymore. Um, but I think he got so typecast from that Stifler role. Uh, but I think he's. I've seen him in other things too. Um, he was in this cr- uh, silly movie called Goon about hockey. Um, he played a total badass in that. Um, yeah, I like him a lot, uh, and I think he's just really underrated. Um, yeah, yeah, you're from, probably right. You're probably right. He probably did get <laughs> typecast. You know what I mean? Of course, yeah. From an actress standpoint, there's so many. I know. It's just like, and I'm trying to think like deep in a catalog, right? The person that's coming to mind, I'll just say it because it's like I don't want to like overthink it, right? But um. I think Kirsten Dunst is a good actress. I think she's probably not a nice person, (laughs) Um, but I think she's played also like a lot of uh, a range. And I think she um, is probably really good at her art of acting. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Why do you say you you don't think she's a nice? Did you hear stuff about her? I've never Um, heard anything about her. I like there was this, and this is so terrible, but like, there was one interview or something where I read like, do you know that movie Bring It On, the cheerleading movie? Mm-hmm, sure. She's in that. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. And somebody asked her about it one time and she was like, I never watched that movie. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, okay, like, yeah, I yeah. get it. It's not like a cinematic masterpiece, but like you also were in it. So sure, sure. <laughs> like I, maybe you shouldn't trash it. I don't know. So that just gave me like this. Oh, does she think she's too good to be like in a teen movie? You know, and maybe that's I'm like reading completely off base. But yeah, you know what? I mean, where however was she, however old she was when that movie came out. I mean, you know, she's probably in her early teens, early twenties, or whatever. And you know, she probably sees saw herself as something. Yeah, like, like I, I'm gonna be able to. I'm gonna do more than movies like this i would be taking more say whatever yeah. even then a movie that you know the movie is what it is bring it on it, it, yeah it's, it's is it the godfather is it citizen kane no but no hey this is what the movie is this is it but i get it though i mean yeah I, I get it the first time i saw her was an interview with a vampire and she was oh yeah yeah she was so young yeah she was like yeah 12 was, or something yeah <laughs> she was a, and she was great in that it's funny how like when you because she's a solid actress and it's funny mm-hmm. when you see it's you know when you see good movies and bad movies, good TV mm-hmm. shows and good TV shows, and you see somebody stand out, you know it's it's always it's to me it's always a pleasure to watch. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Just for somebody and because because you know they're really good, and then you go watch a bad movie and bad show, and you're like, oh man, that just that all fell short. You know yeah. what I mean? In so yeah. many different ways. You know what I mean? But uh, Kirsten Dunst, <laughs> yeah. I have to I have to keep up with her, man. I, I uh 
I know she was in uh, Spider Man, and uh, but she was in um, what was that other one? <laughs> I, she did, didn't. She was in uh, the TV series of Fargo, which which I like the movie. But uh, oh, I was yeah, kind of yeah. curious to see what that. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, don't she know. and she did like the Virgin suicides i think virgin suicide uh, sure 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 yeah sure. i mean like she's yeah but she's done everything from like you know bring it on to spider-man to like elizabeth town you know like she's in a Elizabeth, lot of yeah. a lot of stuff yeah <laughs> yeah Good for her. yeah and, and she her- was she was on fargo i didn't watch the show but yeah she was on fargo too my fourth question for you is what is one thing that you feel like you can never outgrow and it can be you or it can be like you the greater you like i don't think people ever outgrow eating cereal or like something very specific to you. Yeah. Cereal. Uh, I I would have to say peanut butter and here's the thing. Check it out. I grew up with, you know, it was back and forth between Skippy, Skippy and Jif. So Jif won out. Jif was the peanut butter. Jif, man, growing up, I used to love to go swimming at uh, Pleasant Ridge Park and swimming Mm -hmm. would always put me in the mood for, um, peanut butter and jelly oh yeah on butternut yeah. bread oh jiff <laughs> i'd make two of them at a time right and when i got married my wife you know we went grocery shopping and i got some jiff and she's like why are you why are you getting that i was like why am i getting jiff i'm getting some peanut butter he said you know that you know that's nothing but a jar full of sugar i'm like oh, goodness gracious. yeah all right whatever you pick the peanut <laughs> you, you pick the peanut butter and, you know, and so she picked this natural peanut butter from Kroger. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, Logan, I love this stuff. I buy it oh. like if I buy four jars of it at a time. And it's wow. and, and yeah. And now, like I've had Jif since I've been married, like once I'm like, oh, my gosh, she was right. All I'm, it's, yeah. <laughs> I love <laughs> Kroger natural peanut butter. It's $1.79. Buy four of them. They're delicious. It's wow. amazing. So many plugs yeah. in this episode. You right. guys really need to come through for Elliot. <laughs> Seriously. Uh, hook me up with some coupons or something, man. No yeah. doubt. I buy it like four at a time because I like to make smoothies. All right. It's time for your fifth and final question for me. Fifth and final question for you. All right. You really got to go out of your way to make a bad ice cream. I think pizza and ice cream, you got to go out of your way to, to really botch that up. (laughs) So, 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 so give me, give me your top three ice creams. Um, okay. There's a, I should, I should start by telling you, despite the fact that I'm incredibly fat, ice cream is actually not one of the areas that I like throw it in. Like <laughs> it's fine for me. Um, right, right, but I right, don't, right. yeah, it's not like a thing. So I, I do not claim to be an expert on ice cream. Me, me there's me okay. There's a restaurant or an ice cream place here in Chicago. That's called cone. It's in the West loop. They have something called cookie monster ice cream. That is a combination of, um, chocolate chip cookie dough and cookies and cream. Um, oh. but it's also tinted blue, like the cookie monster. And it is by far my very favorite, um, my very favorite ice cream. Nice. Uh, like if I'm getting like, you know, I guess not soft serve, like not like a McDonald's cone. Right, right, um, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, really. Um, the second would be there's um, a couple flavors from Jenny's Splendid Ice Cream. Um, Jenny's Splendid. 
Yeah. They have a, they might have a couple, I don't know if they have Cincinnati locations, but they definitely have some down in like Columbus, Ohio. Um, and I'm trying to think one is a peach, um, peach cobbler, but it's not called just peach cobbler. It's, um, God, what's the name? Sorry. I'm looking through their website too, trying to find the actual name of it. it. Sure. Sure. Um, but it's a peach cobbler one with like biscuit in it too. And it is so dang good. Um, and then they have another one that is called, um, uh, skillet cinnamon roll that I like. Um, those would be my next two. I've never even heard Um, of these, but I got to come up there just to get that. Yeah. Come on up, man. I'll I'll take you. I mean, I'm like (laughs) you, I'm not an ice cream connoisseur. Like I go to, I I love vanilla. I mean, vanilla, anything. And, uh, Vanilla ice cream, vanilla malt, vanilla shake. But yeah. I do like to experiment every now and then. All right, <laughs> let me branch out. Because there's a place down here called Aglamisi's. I mean, there's Grayers mm. and there's Bass and Robbins, but Aglamisi's is over in Oakley. It's been here for 100 years. And you just walk into that place and Never you just... Never Oh, yeah. It's like, a, it's like a just local spot. Pull it up on your... Pull it up online at, yeah. and you'll see where it is. But Yeah. The, okay, so the one, sorry, I found it. The one that I love is called Sweet Cream Biscuits and Peach Jam. I was wrong. It wasn't, wow. um, it wasn't uh, Peach Cobbler, but it was Sweet, yeah, sweet cream, cream Biscuits and Peach Jam. That just sounds it is, delicious. It is so good. What's the um, place? Uh, Jenny's, J-E-N-I apostrophe S. And you can have it shipped. You can have pints of it shipped, and I've had that done before too. It's, Are it's, you serious? Um, it's legit, yeah. All right. Uh, they do sell maybe some at Kroger too. I'm not sure. I have to. Um, I have to. Jenny's delivery box. Oh man. Yeah. And you can Shock. pick your own. You like build your own bundle. Uh, and if you use the promo code Logan. No, I'm kidding. I don't have a promo. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that be a, such it. a seamless sponsorship though? Right. Right. Right now. Exactly. <laughs> oh no. You set them up. I'll knock them down. <laughs> um, so my last question for you in this round is. Um, obviously you're a very accomplished singer songwriter in your own regard. What is a song though, that you're like, man, I wish I'd really written or recorded that song. Oh, that's easy. You are so beautiful, but Joe Cocker. Okay. Oh, that's a great song. It is. And here's the thing. Joe Cocker didn't write it. He, he sang it so good that all these years I thought he wrote it. I didn't know uh, until he passed away that uh, Billy Preston wrote it. Oh, I and didn't know that either. Yeah, yeah. They actually both they both passed uh, within the last several years. Rest in peace. But uh, yeah, that song right there. Every time I hear that, I mean, there's a, look, there's there's a bunch of great songs, and yeah. but the ones that stand out to, that stands out to me like wow, that's just that's just beautiful. And yeah. it's just romantic. It's sweet. It's plain. It's simple. And the way Joe Cocker sings it, I'm telling you, you know, that's that's the sign of a recording artist because he didn't write it and he sang it like he wrote it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And that's, and they and, and we believe it. And we believe <laughs> to bring it, it back. <laughs> he sings it and we believe it. it. Yeah, he said, yeah, exactly. Well, thank you for playing the five for five. We'll move on to the last round here. I have a fortune teller in my hand. This one of these paper fortune tellers. Uh, okay. So I'll basically ask you a couple questions. We'll get to an activity. Um, the first question is, <laughs> we are, and for all of these, we're together in a car on a road trip. That's the scenario. And I say to you, hey, Elliot, could you start 
Um, I really like boy bands as a, as a side. Uh, okay. Yeah. Could you start a boy band playlist? Would you play the first song by In Sync, One Direction, Backstreet Boys, or 98 Degrees? 98 Degrees. Hell yeah. Hometown, hometown faves. Hell course. yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> 98 Degrees is my favorite boy band. There you um, go. And then, okay, so we stop at an exit, and we're going through a drive-thru to get dinner. Um, out of these four restaurants, would you pick Wendy's, Arby's, McDonald's, or Burger King? Wendy's. Wendy's. Wendy's, yeah. Wendy's or Arby's. The other two I wouldn't. Wendy's or Arby's. But I would say Wendy's because I'm a sucker for the – single with cheese and everything yeah yeah Wendy's has good burgers honestly they for, do you know for a chain for sure and when i grew um, up burger king i mean i used to love the whopper it, the whopper yeah. used to be like the size of a uh, of a mouse pad and yeah. now it's you know <laughs> now it's the size of a mouse i mean it's yeah. just like you know hey yeah let's make less and charge more yeah <laughs> But, but. Yeah, I got a cheeseburger at Burger King like last week one day. Like when I um, was just needed like something small, I was like, I'm just gonna get it. <laughs> I like that's like a meal for some people. I'm like, I just need a snack. Um, <laughs> but it was very. I was like, oh, this is like a tiny ass cheeseburger. Um, yeah, right, 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 <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so underneath Wendy's is the game. Um, Ask me anything. So I have this card game called Ask Me Anything, and I'll just pick five random cards and kind of ask you. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> um, have you ever seen a birth in real life? Yes, four times. <laughs> I got four right. kids. I got four kids. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, oh, this <laughs> this is fun. If someone came up to you and said, hey, do that thing you do, what thing would you do? <laughs> <clears throat> Well, because I don't have my camera on. Well, here, I, might, <laughs> I, I might put my camera on for this one. Hold on. <laughs> can you see me? I'll uh, do this. I can. Yep. <gasps> Let me tell you something. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that was really good. <laughs> oh, um, the camera has been revealed. <laughs> you look great, by the way. <laughs> I'm just um, coughing, coughing up a storm, still getting at the end of this. All right, go ahead. It happens. It happens. Um, the third question is, if you could choose your own nickname, what would it be? I thought I made this up, but apparently I didn't. <laughs> but I, I, it was, you know what I mean? You, you come up with something and you like, wow, that was really cool. But I would call myself Mystery, like Mr. E as an Elliot. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, was I like a, that. But I hear somebody's using that. Like, like, a, like it's on like... Uh, SpongeBob or something like that, or but yeah. I thought I made it up, but apparently I didn't. <laughs> and I don't watch SpongeBob or I don't watch whatever show that was, so I didn't yeah. I didn't bite off of that. But uh, anyway. what's well, too clever? It makes sense. It's too clever to not be used somewhere. Yeah, yeah. I've already came up to the. I've already come to the conclusion that if I if I can think of it, then an app was built for it three years ago. <laughs> That's a, a good way. That's a good life uh, philosophy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, the fourth question is, do you believe in ghosts? I believe in one ghost. I believe in the Holy Ghost. All right. I respect that. Mm -hmm. My And the last question is, have you ever been in a food fight? 
Oh, would that be a food fight? Uh, not, 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 not a real one. No, 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 no. Okay. I, I was in a spitball fight. You ever as a oh, kid? Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. You know yeah. and and it, they're they're always best when the teacher's talking. You know what I yeah. mean? Conducting class, and you just you know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> you go, yeah. smoke. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> you put it like in the in the pen. Yes. Like yeah. Take it. it yeah. Up. Take the center of it out. Yeah. I wonder if they still do that in school. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Awesome. Not well, that. that's uh, the, so. That's the end of the uh, ask me anything game. So this is the moment that we've been building to uh, as I've talked your damn ear off tonight. Um, this is the time for the friend request. So Elliot Sloan, uh, Logan Cummins has sent you a friend request similar to Facebook. Uh, <laughs> it's a metaphorical one in real life. Based yeah. on the time that we spent together, would you confirm or delete me as a friend? Oh, I would confirm you. I would confirm. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I would yeah. confirm. Yeah. I love I mean, that. Thank we, you so we, much. We, we got a, we got a lot of things in common. You're Austin's cousin. I mean, come on. You know That's amazing. Mean? <laughs> of course, after I did friend you, I'd look through your posts and kind of see what, what's he posting. And then like, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, what am I getting I'm, into? What am yeah. I, what am I getting into? <laughs> Is it too late to delete him and block him? <laughs> It's fair. Yeah. It's a fair question. It's a fair question. Yeah, <laughs> it is. It is. <laughs> I don't. Maybe Austin has me blocked. I don't know. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. He better not. He better not. He better not. He yeah. better not. I remember when I used to change his diaper. <laughs> oh, see, so yeah, it was, it was, it's, it's a good thing we're not on a podcast and you're saying that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, awesome. Well, thanks. Thanks so much. Like I said, for being on here. Thanks for being my friend. Um, I'm going to keep an eye on your tour schedule. If I ever get back to Cincinnati, obviously I'll hit you up. Um, yeah. COVID is, when COVID uh, dwindles down a bit, um, I'll definitely yeah. be back. Um, and if you're up this way, obviously I'll come check you out and concert here as well. You come down here. We'll go to the Eagle. Okay. Love that. I, I come up there. You take me to Jenny's. Perfect. Sounds like a sounds like a plan. Sounds awesome. like a plan. All right, my man. <laughs> Elliot, thank you, you so later. much for being on. Have a great night, man. Yeah, you too. Take it easy. Thanks for listening to the Fast Friends Podcast. Don't forget to join us next week for an all-new episode. Go ahead and hit subscribe so you don't miss it. You can follow me on Twitter at Logan Cummins. And if you have a suggestion on someone that I should be friends with, go ahead and let me know at fastfriendspodcast.com.